This is Late Afternoon Gaming playing Curse of Strahd, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition module. We're on session 14 after a bit of a break. Check out Table Talk if you want to ease your way back into the game. Otherwise, check out the subreddit or leave us a review on iTunes, because I'll read it out loud during Table Talk and it'll be funny. Enjoy the session. Okay, are we ready to start? We are ready to start. Who wants to uh, I'll do it. summarize the last session? So, we started off just south of Krez. Uh We were uh, taking a little nap on the the wall, or uh, just hugging the wall on the outside of the city. We'd received a quest at the end of the previous session from the Burgomaster of Crest. He wanted us to go to the Wizard of Wines and uh, get some wine because they hadn't received a shipment in a while. That was like a our act of good faith that would you know allow us to come in. Doesn't yeah, and really as make a, a side lot of note, sense, multiple people had also mentioned that the Wizard of Wines was not... Like, we'd heard about this before. Sure, And it yeah, was this actually wasn't... on our list of things to do, but this this pushed it to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I love those kinds of quests because anyone could do them. It doesn't doesn't speak to your character at all that, that you actually complete the quest. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, if they're, if they're just trying to get people to do their dirty work, okay. But if, if they're framing it as a... You know, we don't know if we can trust you, so do this thing. Like, you don't have to trust me in order to, for me to accomplish this task. So, anyway. So we decided to head south. We got to the winery, and uh, we saw a guy standing off to, I believe, the north side of the trail leading up to the place. We went and talked to him, and he said it's been overrun by twig blights and whatever. And we said, okay, we'll take care of that. Uh, and then we got in a big fight in the vineyard or really and the path leading up to the building itself the structure of the winery uh, we fought a bunch of twig blights and uh, druids and stuff like that and we are we were nearing what felt like the the tail end of the fight uh, when I got a phone call and we ended up cutting the session there uh, that's pretty much it okay any additions or corrections from anybody what was the phone call about work stuff of course and can, yeah, can you describe your occupation for the audience? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, good talk. <laughs> I have no further questions. Well, you know I'm not a counselor, uh, so that should narrow it down a little bit. And I know you're not an active listener because I've talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> facts. All facts. Okay, so what we had left off on was it was my turn, and I was just about to attack one of these, uh, I think it's a vine blight, um, that uh, they've got Aizen surrounded, my yeah, character so- had moved west, <laughs> drawn his uh, sunblade, and was I was about to roll to attack when I got a phone call. More, me- more than any other session, audience, please listen to the previous session because we're really, <laughs> we're really jumping right in the middle of something here. Except I am going to actually follow through on what I said I was going to do, and I'm gonna I'm going to describe the map. Oh, Actually, so- I can see it right now. I did the, like I get what's mm-hmm. going on. So, for all the audio podcast folks oh, out there... Oh, okay, all right. Um, what we're looking at is uh, th- the characters are in a vineyard, um, so they are standing um, immediately to their east is uh, like kind of a farmhouse sort of structure um, where, you know, presumably there are both living quarters and, and the facilities where the, the, vine is ma- or the wine is actually made. Um, so they're... That is close to them, but actually off-screen, not on this map. The map itself is a 
dirt road that runs east to west through the center of the map, terminating, you know, at the, the threshold of this building. Um, and also running east to west uh, on either side of this road, so north and south of the road, there are just those, like, elevated... Um, I don't... I, we haven't looked this up. The, the raised trellis things that the vines go on. I, I meant to look that up, and I forgot. But the effect is... Um, you know, there are basically lanes that run parallel to this dirt road, and so while it's pretty easy to see someone if they're close to you, once they get like a lane or two away, um, they're, they're pretty effectively obscured by the vines. And so right now, um, all three of the player characters are uh, on the east side of the map, on the dirt road, close to the house, and there are needle twig and vine blights uh I, there are about let's see there are nine on the road or near the road with them and some unknown amount that are making noise to the south that are out of sight any uh oh and then just you know general kind of scene setting stuff um it's raining right now it's misty um and so there there is some like low ambient noise from from uh, the rain hitting the ground. The air is full of pollen that these blights have released as they've been um, attacked by the, the player characters that's swirling, mixing with the, the fog. Um, and it's... I think right now it's like mid-morning. Yeah, it no, I guess it's, it's, it's late morning because you guys set out early morning, walked here, it wasn't that far, and you've been engaged in combat. Sure. Uh, Light of Dawn is up. I had already used at least part of my movement to move where I am now. So I believe this guy right in front of me that I'm facing, who is also next to Eisen, is a vine blight. Is that correct? That is a twig blight. So let me uh, let me illustrate what these are. So twig blight looks like a woody shrub um, that can pull its roots free of the ground. Um, a needle blight uh, looks slightly more humanoid. Um, but their bodies are covered in these quivering clumps of needles. And then a vine blight uh, is even larger, and it appears like a, a mass of slithering creeper. Uh, okay. So you, you are right next to two twig blights. Where are the vine blights? The vine blights are here and here. So they are, in both cases, uh, like, not the closest blight to you, but one farther. Okay, so... Can I, like, move here and then try to attack this guy? One of the mind blights? Yeah, yeah. So you kind of sidestep around the closest one to reach the guy behind him? Sure. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna... I had drawn my sun blade, so I'm going to use that. I had been using my, like, steel sword, and then uh, it got stuck in a twig blight, and I, I <laughs> begrudgingly drew my sun blade. Now, so first for attack. context, by the way, because I don't think we discussed why you were hesitant to pull out the Sunblade. The yeah, so NPC who was asking us to clear this, this area out sounded somewhat familiar. He sounded very similar to Erwin. Yeah. And Erwin is, of course, the individual that we uh, liberated the um, liberated the Sunblade from. So. Right. And so I was kind of hesitant to, hesitant to use it in case he was related or was actually just him in disguise or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. uh, circumstances changed and I had to change it with him. Okay, so I got a 25 to hit. That will hit. For 10 uh, radiant damage. Okay. 
So that's attack one. Uh, natural one. I'm gonna use my advantage and roll again. Or not advantage, my, uh, what do you call it? Inspiration. 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 The one I didn't use last time. Okay. Okay, 21. That will hit. Wow. One turn in, I've already used it. For another 10 damage. Alright. And then I'll, I'll roll my 1d4 for one force damage. Okay, so I'm, he um, lets out a hearty chuckle. Great. Um, <laughs> okay. And then healed four uh, hit points. <laughs> yeah, I, I subtracted more than I was supposed to. Um, so, can you uh, describe what it looks like as you bring the sunblade out? Uh, I I pull it out from behind my back and ignite it uh, like a lightsaber, and the the light drizzle you know steams off of it as it hits. Um, and, Does it make a uh, lot of hissing noise. Yeah, yeah. Um, now it's not raining that hard, so it only hits you know once every couple seconds maybe. Okay. Uh, but, but when it does, it's and so it's creating like just this little bit of steam around me. Um, does it look like a like Empire Strikes Back lightsaber or like a new Disney movie lightsaber that like pulses a lot? Right. Yeah. It's it's like the new one uh, where it looks like instead of it being like this lighter than air kind of weapon, it looks like a like a fucking club that you're swinging at people. <laughs> okay. That's what it looks like. <laughs> gotcha. Where suddenly instead of yeah being like totally massless, it's got like a shit ton of mass. Mm-hmm. It looks like a jet of something. Right, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how... I'm, I'm going to get real detailed here. How co- like consistent is the shape of the blade? Is it... Uh, like? It's does it look just like an ordinary very, sword? Or? It looks like a core that's very consistent. That's just this rod coming out of the... Uh, uh, you know, of the hilt. But then it, it gets... You know, it, it's, it's radiant. So it... It's kind of got the shape of a blade, but it's very round too. Uh, it doesn't. It, it's it's a it's a sort of tricky to look at too because it's very bright. So trying to really get a good look at it is is a challenge and perhaps futile. Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, no one's tried that hard yet. Okay. Um, and that is it for your turn, I think, right? That is it for my turn. All right, Cockaby. Okay. Cockaby is this is uh this is the druid over here right? Yes. Okay. Cockaby is going to look and pull and point at the druid and say, uh, "The bell tolls for thee," and cast toll of the dead. Uh, so the the druid needs to make a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Okay. And he fails. Oh, he's gonna regret that as he takes <laughs> ten necrotic damage. Oh wait. 2d8. It should be a d12. If he's if he's undamaged, then it. Oh yeah. Has he has he taken damage? He has taken damage. Oh then, then it's 2d12s, baby, for 18 necrotic damage as his ears fill with this doom bell ringing. You you get the picture. A giant bell (laughs) descends from the sky and crushes him into the dirt. Perfect. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, that takes him out. And then Kakabi uh, looks over at Light of Dawn and says, I got you, buddy. Here's a little more. And heals for 11. Oh, my God. Wow. That's probably the best roll I've had today. I'm almost back to full. <clears throat> as, he, as he looks over at Light of Dawn and says, I'll always have your back. <laughs> and uh, and that's Kakabi there. Okay. The needle blights are up. The okay, so the, the closest... Closest needle blight is here by you, Kagabi. Okay. 
Um, it is just the, the, the one that's to the north of you. So he's coming um, out of the vines that are to the north of the road. and Coming out uh, of the vines. He comes to stick you with his claw. Uh-oh. Get crawl. Ten to hit. Ten? Uh, that will not hit. Okay. Cockabee doesn't even notice his approach. And the rustling noises continue to the south of the party. Uh, I said we gotta catch those last few, or we won't get the gold or whatever we were promised for clearing this place out. <laughs> we won't succeed. That's what that matter at task. We can take care of these guys real quick and then head south. The vine blights are up. Um, so that's the one that you just attacked, Light of Dawn, and then the one south of uh, Eisen right here. Um, so the one next to Light of Dawn um, attempts to constrict you, shooting some vines out. Um, does a 17 hit? It does. Okay. Which is to say um, yes. So make a DC 12. Let me see. I'm trying to figure out what this check is that you need to make. So normally for a grappling type thing, it's usually acrobatics or athletics. Yeah. Uh, make a, an acrobatics check. Made it. Okay. Yeah, so he, he attempts to wrap this... Like, as he extends his arm towards you, it comes apart into different vines, uh, which begin um, lengthening and uh, trying to ensnare different parts of your body, but you are able to... I do a mid-air uh, back them away. They, yeah, they go all really... between my splayed limbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Spider-Man it looks... dodging uh, the Green Goblin's like little spinny boomerang things. It it's more like that Venom movie. Didn't see it. The really bad one. You talking about Spider-Man three or the Venom movie? No, I'm talking about the Venom movie. I didn't see it. One Venom of my one or Venom two. It's like his favorite movie. It's like That's I don't terrible. know. I don't know what you're talking. I watched about. it on an airplane. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, just awful. Um, Bring back okay. Topher Grace. Then uh, we get the Vine Blight down here that is just south of Eisen, and he is going to do the same thing. Uh, does a seven hit? You know, it doesn't. Okay, well, he's just going to shrug his shoulders and uh, wait. <laughs> his vines just him. go limp and just, like, slap against your chest. Okay. Uh, and Eisen is up. Alright, so Eisen is currently surrounded by four different enemies here, and he's just gonna go at it. So, the one directly below me here, what are we looking at for that guy? Uh, that is a Vine Blight. Alright, I'm gonna... I just, uh, attempted to attack you. Perfect, I'm gonna attack this Vine Blight with my Great Axe. <laughs> I forgot about my... Oh, that's a crit fail. That's a good way to start the session. You've got... Okay. You've, you've got so much inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Uh, I will use just my do- inspiration. Describe your great axe in, de- in as much detail as uh, Shepard described his sword. Uh, it is so. By the way, that's the natural twenty that I have now. Mm-hmm. So quite the spread on that. Uh, it is an axe, and it's pretty great. Nice. And it's it's just your standard. Like it's it's got a metal reinforced wooden shaft, and then there's a giant fucking blade at the end of it. Um, it's extremely unwieldy. It's it's not a graceful weapon at all, but if is you it a blade on it, either side or? No, it's got the um, it has sort of a it's like a big execution obvi- axe looking thing. Yeah, it's it's got more of like a maul type thing on the other side, so it's balanced at the end. But obviously, in terms of overall balance, the one side is way heavier than the other because the like the haft is just there's nothing. Um. Okay. Okay. So it's it's 
heavy on one end, but you're saying the yeah. head of the axe, there's not a blade on either side. It's like a flat back. Yeah. So he can bash okay. people with it as well if he wishes. Gotcha. I was hoping okay. that it was going to be a like a, a thin but incredibly long spike on the other side that balanced it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's like uh... eight feet long, but but it's it's like needle thin. Mm-hmm. It's made out of tungsten. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> wow. So natural 20 after using inspiration. Yeah. Sue, I shall roll my damage. Um... Wow, that seems like a really low number. That's, well, 19 damage. Um, I am still uh, raging, I believe, by the way, which means I should get to add two. So that would be 21 damage. Okay. So this is just a big... Uh, Eisen feels like he hasn't been fighting for perhaps three weeks, and he feels rejuvenated, and just big overhead chop. with, And the goal is to just, like, bisect this guy. And I'd like to think he comes pretty close. Yeah, so as the as you bring the axe down, um, it you know it cuts through a significant portion of this thing's body, um, but the vines continue moving around even though they've been separated. Ah, okay. So not quite dead. That's okay. No. I have a second attack, which I will oh. make now. Shit. That's a 23. Uh, that will hit. All right. For 10, again, plus 2, 12 damage. How does he die? So, Aizen has chopped down already, and the axe is sort of embedded. He just kind of starts thrashing it around, trying to free the axe, and is doing, I imagine, significant amount of damage in the process, and eventually manages to rip it free, and uh, the vine blight falls to the ground, motionless. Hmm. Now, as discussed last session, I have a feature where if I kill a creature on my turn, then I do get to make an additional attack, one additional attack, as a bonus action. And since I have now killed a monster using my two normal attacks, I will use that bonus action now to attack the entity (laughs) directly to my right. So that is a twig blind. Twig blind. Oh, get ready to get fucked. (laughs) All right, that's a 27 hit. That is an ugly die. Yeah, it's really good. For <laughs> uh, six, so How eight. How is it different every time? Damage. <laughs> okay, how does it die? Um, Aizen just is spinning around to face the other two and accidentally clips this guy with his axe as he's spinning, and it just falls over and doesn't stand back up again. You can see it's life okay. alert going off, but I don't think anybody's going to come help it. Bro, Epic. And that should uh, end my turn. It sure does. And the twig blights are up. So we're down to a total of six blights on the path with the three of you. Um, And some unknown number of, you know, hundreds of blights to the south. Um, So uh, the first twig blight is the one that's standing here between Aizen and Light of Dawn. Naturally, it's going to attack Light of Dawn. I think that's the one that has my sword stuck in it as well. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. So when when you attacked it with his sword, um, or with your sword, it kind of you stabbed it in the stomach, but it pulled the blade in like uh like the Urukai at the end of like the Fellowship. Urukai, yeah. yeah, that uh that Aragorn uh, like, stuck his what sword it, into Lurts. I think it's Lurts. Did you know that right, in yeah. that scene where Aragorn deflected uh, Viggo Mortensen almost got hit by a throwing knife? Uh, yes. Lord of the Rings trivia. Anybody, anybody watching those movies, 
there's that bit where the actual the the thrown knife almost actually hit him and then there's he broke his foot when he kicked the helmet <laughs> and then there's he almost drowned in the river scene after falling off the cliff and he chipped mm-hmm. a tooth in helm's deep oh didn't know uh, that fun one. fact lurtz is actually non-canonical because he's not in the books oh wow well i'd like to think that wait, the movies wait, wait, kind wait. of took the lead they wrote books about it too mm. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was kind of like after they filmed The Phantom Menace, they wrote a... Right, they, they, the, the novelization got released. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, is it any good? The Phantom Menace book? It's okay. Yeah. The Revenge of the Sith one is actually pretty good. No, you're wrong. I don't believe that <laughs> I'm, at all. I'm, I'm right. <laughs> no, I've actually... I've never read it. Actually, I've, read I've the, never read uh, it either. It, I, I read it actually... The, the it actually is one. decent. I read the Attack of the Clones novelization. I don't... I don't remember. I mean, and I, I was like I don't nine. think there's any way to recover that story. I read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how are with a film that good? How are you going to beat it as a book? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so the Twig Blight attacks Light of Dawn, twenty-two to hit. Oh my fuck! Three piercing damage. Oh man. Um, so okay. what it does okay. is, uh, he you look at him, and he's he's holding your sword in one hand, but he looks down at his other hand and spreads his little twig fingers. And then he cranks his arm back and shoots that hand at you, and you can see like the speed lines um, around that hand as he just he just shoves that hand right into your leg, piercing it. I hiss at him. Okay. Uh, next, there are three twig blights uh, surrounding Cockaby, and they're all gonna do the same thing. Oh no! In perfect coordination. I imagine, like, the scene from Kill Bill, Volume 1, where she's going after, this, is it the crazy 88? Yeah. And she's, like, surrounded. That's that's Cockaby right now. He's he's Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. Mm. What a good film. Yeah. Uh, does 16 hit? A 16 will not hit. Okay. All of them simultaneously, uh, they all go low and you jump. <laughs> He's dancing like uh, and I, when Ryan is like swinging a, geckos at him. <laughs> Staying with the Kill Bill theme, like in Kill Bill Volume 2, um, where she's, um, I like jump on the sword, and I'm like balancing on the sword for a little oh. bit. Oh. Or like, I, whatever the twig uh, lights are. The, they're, they're like vines. Yeah. When she, uh, isn't that the uh, the Kung Fu master does that to her? Yes. Uh, Pao, Pao Mei? Pai Mei? I can't Something remember. like that. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I do. Light of Dawn is up. Uh, wincing slightly at the pain, he will attack the Vine Blight again with the Sun Blade. 22 to hit. That will hit. For 12 damage. How does it die? Uh, it. I thrust my Sun Blade into its core, uh, and it just vaporizes. It goes... Okay. Um, and then uh, he's just going to reach down... I'll, this for flavor, he's just gonna attack this twig blight, but he's gonna reach down and grab his sword uh, and try and like yank it out of the thing, and it pulls to bits. That's the Shreds, flavor, buddy. Uh, but he's just gonna attack the sunblade. Nice. Twenty-three. I don't think it's possible for me to not kill him. Um, Twelve damage. Light of dawn dies. How does he die? Oh. So he he just he kicks this thing and it explodes. His sword flies up in there, and he catches it with his off hand. Um, and then he's going to uh, he fucking rotate. 
Uh, he's gonna say, I'm coming, Huckabee! And then run over here. Did you call him assist. Huckabee? I called him Cockabee. <laughs> Sorry, I had Fox News on the brain, Cockabee. of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, Mike Huckabee, obviously, the inspiration for Cockabee. It actually, right. <laughs> it actually was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then... It's inspiration uh, for why Cockabee for is so strongly pro-life, actually. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, yeah. I see Eisen as more of a Hannity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, no, Line of Dawn is Tucker Carlson. Carlson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hmm. When you look at when you look at Eisen, he always has this dumb fuck expression on his face, like he doesn't <laughs> understand anything that's happening. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Lambda Don's more of a Bill O'Reilly. Oh, is he mad at God because he lost his television show after he sexually assaulted somebody? Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. And uh, so these two bites are about to enter the no spin zone, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, that's I'll tell you me. what. Cockabee's up, and you can't explain that. <laughs> Okay. So it goes up, so it goes down, tap comes down, tap comes up. You can't explain that. You can't explain that. You know what else you can't explain? Like Where that. this bell that Cockabee has come from as he casts Toll of the Dead <laughs> on the <laughs> Needle Blight. Toll of the Dead is uh, like the best cantrip in the world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm out of, I have one of each level of spell right now, so I'm, uh, I'm kind of doing cantrips for now. That's one um, more than I do. <laughs> Um, that's a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. He makes the needle blight. Crap. Um, the, so then, the, the twig blight or the needle blight looks up from his book and goes, huh? <clears throat> he's reading Bill uh, O'Reilly's book. He's, <laughs> he's, no, he's, he's reading killing Strahd. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll heal light of dawn again. Seven. Nice. Like, Don't I'll worry, go. buddy. I'll never let you go. Uh, I'm good. I'm, I'm actually one shy of max right now. So. Okay. Before or after the healing? After. Okay. That spell is awesome. Uh, the Actually, and that thing. was that was my uh, last turn with it, so I will turn it off. Yep. He's that is, that is a really good spell. I am I'm really glad that they changed the rules to give it to clerics. Because <laughs> it used to be a uh, paladin-only spell. That will end Cockabee's turn. Okay. The needle blights are up. Um, the only one close by is uh, just north of Cockabee. Uh, and it he's going to make a run for it, provoking an attack of opportunity. He begins running west along the path. I guess Cockabee will strike with his scimitar. A 24 to hit. Uh, that will definitely hit. Seven slashing damage. Oh, needle blights are tough, though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that was quite enough. <laughs> I yeah, think you, he got like you, 12 or 14 HP or something. You cut off a few needles, but he's uh, <laughs> he's on the move. Yeah. Um, and he, you can hear him mumbling to himself as he runs, got away clean. Sure did. Uh, the vine blights are up, uh, except they don't exist anymore, so I'm going to take him out of the initiative order. Aizen is up. All right. So do I hear anything at the moment to the south? Is that ruckus still going on? Uh, you, yes, you, you can hear, uh, you can hear noises to the south. It seems directly south. Okay. I, I'm looking over at the situation with Light, and Dawn, Light of Dawn and Cockbee, and I'm thinking, they got this. I, they don't need me over there. So, mm-hmm. I am going to head south, wading into the vineyard at this point, to see okay. if I can spot anything. So, I will move, um, at what point do I see things? 
how far are you willing okay actually we should lay down a rule for this so basically what i want you to do is tell me you know uh, assuming you didn't see anything i understand you're looking the whole time mm-hmm. how far south would you go i am intending to move you know i got 30 feet of movement um mm-hmm. It's like moving uh, into sorry. the fog and fire on him, right? Where 40, you just got to commit, yeah. and then whatever happens. I have exactly. 40 feet of movement. I'm going to move about 20 feet directly south, and then start heading for another 20 feet, sort of southeast, closer to the house. Okay, so you make it to here. Okay. And? That is... Okay, about about 30 feet south of me, I run into some animas. Yeah, yeah so as you... Uh, make your way through successive lanes. Um, you go to step to the next one, and you see five needle blights. Oh, clustered oh together. Okay, so here, here we go. The one in the lead is about to catch a great axe to the face. Mm. That is a twelve to hit. That will hit. Oh, wait, hold on. Really? I always forget. Equaling armor class. That's a hit. That's, That's a hit. hit. Okay. Yeah. That would Unless be... it's against player characters, and then in which case it's not a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that would be 17 damage. So okay, I how just. Does it die? Oh, a needle plate? Really? Okay. Um, yeah, the needle plate's in like 12. Aizen you know, sees them, stops short, and just kind of swings to the side and catches it in the in the neck, and it goes right through. And on as it goes through, he keeps pushing trying to hit the one next to it. That is a 23 to hit. Good. For 16 damage. Okay. So the slice slice through the neck of the first one, axe follows through, and just cracks this guy on the side of the head. Nice. Yep, and they both go down, uh, like all the other blights, releasing uh, significant clouds of pollen into the air. Perfect. Eisen has major allergies and it's only because of the rage that he hasn't been completely incapacitated for my bonus action since i've killed on this turn i will make an additional attack against the third that's a 26 to hit for 17 damage nice and so eisen with his axe sort of on the other side just kicks this guy and uh just his foot goes right through it's no problem so you know from a how would I film this standpoint? Um, you know, first we were, uh, we had this this action sequence up here on the dirt road where we were, you know, it's just a standard kind of melee thing. Then camera moves over to uh, these needle blights that are slowly sneaking through one of the, the lanes. And then all of a sudden an axe just comes through the vines on one side, swings clean through two of them, and then a boot kicks out and knocks the head off of a third. And Aizen uh, emerges into that lane, towering over the other two. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know if they feel fear, but even if they don't, they do now. They actually, um, they've lived every day knowing it could be their last. <laughs> and so, you know, they're, they're ready. All right. Twig blights are up. Uh, three twig blights continue to uh, harass Cockaby, and they this time, having having gone low and failed, they go high. In a, and fail, <laughs> and one of them makes it. Oh, fuck! Because he uh, 
he delays his attack. He fakes you out with a windup. <laughs> He's been playing a lot of Elden Ring. Yeah. And then uh, he pokes you. He's got one twig in either nostril. Um, and uh, he does four piercing damage. Oh, I don't know why it did toll the dead again. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Light of Dawn is up. He'll attack with his uh, regular sword this time. He's with the other one away. 17 to hit. That will hit. Uh, for 11 damage. How does he die? Uh, his uh, body flies out of the way as Lighter Dot advances to the next one. Does the same thing. Okay. Natural 20. I, I mean, this guy's dead. How does he die? His body shatters uh, into splinters uh, as Lighter Dot continues his march forward. Hmm. Uh, and turns to face this guy, but uh, he realizes he's out of out of action, so he waits patiently for his next turn. Okay. Cockabee <laughs> uh, is up. Cockabee, fixed on this needle blight that's trying to escape, is going to say, "No, you don't get to live," or something like that. I don't, you know, maybe not that hardcore, but pretty hardcore. Um, he says, "It's it's your time to die," uh, and mm. he's going to run up using. His nimble escape bonus action to disengage. Uh, he'll turn and make a scimitar attack on this needle blight. That's a 22 to hit. That will hit. Four. Oh, nine slashing damage. How does he die? <clears throat> um, the needle blight is just kind of like slinking off, going like, oh, yeah, I made my escape. And out of nowhere, this this silent Avenger, Cockabee, jumps up and lands on this needle blight's uh, back, bringing his scimitar down, cleaving the needle blight in two. In twain. In twain, sure. Mm. You're right, that's better. The Jacobi jumps on his back, brings his scimitar down, and cleaves the needle blight in twain. Okay. And says, I guess it was your time. Uh, and that'll uh, end Cockabee's turn. The needle blights are up. The only two remaining are the ones that are south of the road uh, in the lane with um, Aizen. And they look at Aizen, look at each other, look back at Aizen, and proceed to fuck him up with their claws. Oh, good. (laughs) So AC 16. Okay, so one hits for three piercing damage. Three? (laughs) More like one piercing damage. Oh, no. Okay. And that's it, huh? Eisen smirks. He flips him off, and then he just—he's getting ready, and they—they know they're about to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the one that doesn't hit you says, "You may be able to kill our bodies, but you can never kill our ideas." <laughs> you may be able to kill our bodies, but please <laughs> don't. <laughs> Eisen doesn't have any ideas or ideals, yeah. so. He's, he doesn't really understand the significance, and he doesn't think there is any. Mm. He goes, yeah, I know I can kill your bodies. I've been doing it for like an hour. Eisen is up. It's really easy. All right. It's time to end this nonsense. Only two left? No problem. There's three left. Well, two left for me. <clears throat> 26 to hit. Four. Okay, that'll hit. 14 damage. All right. As he expires, the twig blight just breathes out the name... Yulia. <laughs> Yulia. I thought it was going to be and Rosebud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Second attack. That's an 11. Rip. Right. So what 
basically so you, your so you do the same thing you were doing your your before where you you swing your axe um, aimed at both of them and you're hoping you have enough momentum after the first to kill the second mm-hmm. but he catches the shaft of your axe wow good for him um, well it's not gonna, not gonna help too much because since I killed somebody I get my bonus <laughs> my bonus <laughs> action attack and that is ooh a natural 20. What a way okay. to end the combat for Aizen. So, uh, it, it, I think it's going to be a headbutt. Just oh. just lean back and lean forward. <laughs> that, that is 22 damage. <laughs> okay. So you've you got this ragdolling needle thing that gets stuck <laughs> yeah. in your forehead, and he's just, like, he's just sticking around, yeah. flopping around for like 10 minutes. Right, your forehead is now covered in needles. Oh, that's fine. Uh, so, but the blight has been killed. But his ideas have not. Uh, understood. We'll do that. Next <laughs> Unfortunately, round. we don't know <laughs> what yeah. that idea is. So, mm-hmm. with that done, I guess I will use my forty feet of movement to just. Uh, I guess that's just enough for me to get right next to light of dawn. Okay. So Hello, my here friend. we go. I'm back, baby. Uh, he goes ah, and he sees this twig blight flapping around your face. <laughs> yeah. Or needle blight. So there's twig blight, the only remaining blight, as the three of you surround it in the rain on the path, um, forces its appendages into the ground and assumes the form of a shrub. <laughs> Light of Dawn is up. I just imagine a scene like Shaun of the Dead where we're all circling it, just beating it with whatever weapon we happen to have. 200 degrees, that's why they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah. Um... That's a great film. Uh, so, sorry, what yeah. I was saying was, uh, I was muted. Light of Dawn is just going to reach down and pick it up by its throat, because he saw it try to hide, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, like, just yank it out of the ground like it's a weed. <laughs> and uh, Shouldn't it make a stealth check, and then we all make perception? I'm just kidding. Oh, that's a good <laughs> go call. Ahead. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> call. Yeah, make, make a perception check, fucking Light of Dawn. All right. Light of Dawn, perception check. I know I'm going to do terribly on this roll now. <laughs> 12. Yeah, okay, so when he turns into a shrub, um, Light of Dawn (laughs) immediately shifts modes from, like, a combat mode to just a regular... He (laughs) resumes his uh, patrol route. (laughs) Yep, and and, and so you, you know, some kind of, uh, like, peacetime (laughs) dialogue. Yeah, he immediately Um, sheaths his sword and starts walking towards the the winery. Must have been the wind. (laughs) As far as as you're concerned, this fight is over. Yeah. Uh, Kakabee's up. Okay. Do I, do I need to make a perception check too? Only if you want to try to perceive something. I want. I want to try to perceive. Where did that took like go? It's like in the middle of the road, <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that we know was clear like <laughs> ten seconds ago. <laughs> I got an eleven. Kakabee just kind of like looks around. And is like, ah, I right. You're I, like I, looking I, around the shrub trying to find where the blight went. Yeah. Like I, 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 I thought there was something here, but I, I guess we got them all. Cool. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it didn't right. even. He didn't even turn into a shrub. He turned into a, like a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are some barrels right next to it. A, a statue, uh, just some some inanimate object in the middle of the path. Yeah, yeah. He used the uh, the white twig or whatever, but it turned into the wrong thing. He's like a huge gravestone in the middle of the path. Yeah. I guess we should finally check out the winery. I guess so. Good job, boys. Okay, so let me shift us to an image of the. Uh... What about Eisen? Yeah, can I can I try to perceive this? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and try it. Yeah. How could I possibly... You, you got a 38 on his stealth check, though, so... That's pretty good. That's oh. a 20. Not a natural 20. 
Yeah, that's uh, that is not a shrub. That's a twig blight. Oh, Eisen uh, just kind of steps on it as he walks by. <laughs> <laughs> I I just swing my ass out. Eisen's got. We haven't talked about it, but he's got a dump truck. Ass. <laughs> yeah, we do it. We <laughs> yeah. do that. And he just he he does like a hacha and smashes. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, gonna smash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta smash fast. All the hearts explode out of it like your peach from Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. And that is it. You have wiped them all out. Wow. Just like we were supposed to. So, once again, you are standing uh, in the middle of a large vineyard uh, next to the farmhouse kind of area. Um, and... Uh, the, the rain continues to fall, um, and now that the figure, the man that you talked to, uh, who told you about this twig blight infestation, walks down the path towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he runs ahead, grabs the, uh, the dragon torso stone, and then warps out. Mm-hmm. That's a Dark Souls 3 reference, guys. Uh, boy, if you're not boy, playing people, Dark Souls, guys... People who don't <laughs> was... play from software games... <clears throat> are not going to have a good time listening to this they're, podcast. They're not people as far as I'm concerned. So That's a good point. Uh, okay. So, again, he's an older man. Uh, he's he's wearing a uh, like a dark leather rain cloak, and he's got a walking stick. And, um, and no shoes, as I recall. And no shoes. Um, and uh, you notice again that there are ravens wheeling overhead. And as he approaches you, uh, the you know he seemed to have like a pretty good sense of humor the last time you talked to him. Um, he's not <laughs> smiling now. Not so much now. Where'd you get that yeah. sword? Oh, I, I've hidden it. It's it's away now. I've, I've just got yeah, my regular sword. Cats out. out of the bag. Um, and as as he approaches you, he he looks you in the eyes, and then this he says, uh, "Yeah, so thanks. Uh, and, no uh, problem. You're welcome." Like I said, uh, we'll get these shipments started as, uh, as soon as possible. Um, so, nice meeting. You you seem pretty dejected, my man. Are you, is everything okay? I mean, he what's up? raises his hands and says, "Look, I don't have, I, I don't have anything for you to take. We just came for the wine, my friend. What's 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 going on? Honestly, I, seriously, I, what's I, up? I can't afford to give you any more." All the wine I have, I have to sell yeah. just to keep my head above water. Well, yeah, that's that's what we mean. That's what we mean. He looks Bro. at he looks at Light of Dawn specifically and says, "I know who you are." All right, and I know what you've done. Such as, there. If you know what I've done, then why don't you just go ahead and say it? Thief of. <laughs> Eisen walks away. This... He's like, I don't want to be here for this. So, uh. If you're going to accuse me, just accuse me. Just say it. I... I just did. Of what? Be specific. You stole a sword. Okay, yes, I did that. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's no need to dance around it. It's pointless. He... He looks at you and, and says, There's no way you are going to paint me as the bad guy here. I, not the bad guy, just... Like, let, let's just be honest with each other. It's fine. Get off. Get off of my land. He, he throws his hands up and says, All right, are you going to send the, the, the wine to Gresh? Are you going to steal it? No. I mean, he <laughs> wanted to go to Gresh. That would, that would be counterproductive. You want it to get on the road so you can loot 
You can... No, we wanted to go to Grej so we can go into it. I already told you that. Can I make a persuade check or something to convince him that... Or yes. try to convince him that uh, yeah. I, what ahead. I want is what I asked for? Well, what are what are you guys doing? What's the rest of the group so doing? Eisen is leaning... He's just walking away, leaning against something. <laughs> and Eisen walks up and says, Listen, man, if we wanted to steal this stuff, then we would just steal it. Like, it's it, we have no desire to steal just uh you know we tried to help you out here i think we did help you out and that's that's really the end of it the the old man looks back and forth between the two of you nods his head and says listen i i appreciate that you took out the blights but there's no way i can i can trust you yeah i mean i guess that's fair but regardless the blights are dead i'm going to tell you what i told these guys like i don't like stealing things right this sword is going to help us defeat Strahd. Wasn't helping anyone else do it. Strahd's over there. Sword's in a chest. Not helping anyone. Right? I don't like stealing. It's not my thing. Right? But it's what we needed to do to get this sword so that we can do something about this situation. I plan on giving it back when we're done. And then I'm leaving. Just so you know. I don't care how you feel about that. But now you know. What about the money? Yeah, that was bad. We shouldn't have done that. Then give it back. Uh, okay. Uh, we're kind of persona non grata in that city. <laughs> no, I mean, are, 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 do you know? I mean, you you seem like you are like related or something to uh, Erwin. I am. If I give it to you, will it get back to him? Yes. Oh, cool. All right. Then I, I give him the money back. Yeah, however much that We'll figure out afterwards <laughs> how much money we lose, but. So he, uh, his eyes widen. Um,. And he, he takes the, the coins from you and he, he stands there for, for a, a little while and says, I uh, wasn't expecting. Yeah, it's fine, dude, whatever. If, is the wine going to get to crash? That's, that's all that matters. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. Is there anything else that you need from us or can we get going? I can't make you do this. Go on. But we'll just say it. <laughs> get the sword back. What, uh, like now? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, we need it to deal with Strahd. So, I will not do that. You're going to take it right to him. Well, <laughs> I mean, in a sense, yes, that is the plan. Yeah, so, here's here's my, my take on that, my man. I don't know that that's a real concern. Strahd already has a stranglehold on this entire area. I don't think getting a sword's going to do much. Right, and, and if, if the whole purpose of the sword or the goal is just to keep it away from him... Right, no one's ever going to use it against him. It's just we need to make sure he doesn't have it so that, you know, you're just wasting any opportunity that it can actually give you. Like, someone has to use it, and it might as well be me. He looks at you and he looks at how bloodied you are and says, You struggled with a disorganized mob of overgrown shrubs. That's true. I won't deny that. Takes takes some practice. We're getting there. I'm not worried about it. (laughs) So... Light of Dawn probably looks fine, but Cockabee looks pretty bloody. Yeah, we'll be fine. I have confidence in our skill. Listen, like I said, I appreciate your position. I just disagree with it, and I'm not giving this order back. Not yet. He, not until we're done with it. Um, He kind of grimaces and nods his head and turns around and walks into the, the house. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Hey, uh, what's your name? Just out of curiosity. Without turning around, he says... Davian Mardikov. Davian? 
All right, Artikov. well, that uh, name sounds really familiar. Understand your position, but still, nice to meet you. Glad we could help. Um, maybe we'll see you again sometime. He's already sh- he he's like shutting that door as you say this. <laughs> All right, yeah, fair play. Great. All right, guys, let's roll. Can we uh, can we find a place to take a short rest? <laughs> yes, or perhaps a long one. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like mid morning, but that's that's yeah, a short rest is probably fine. I just I'm you know. If I had to rank how I'm feeling, I would I would say probably about a four out of forty-three. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right. Let's let's uh let's go sit on those barrels over there and take stock. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Oh, yeah. That, I, that kind of smarts. Okay. Take a short rest. Yeah. So you are able to find um like a a little awning where some barrels are are stored underneath, someplace where it's a little more dry. Okay. I'm back to full. Okay. Uh, those, are, those are some really good rolls. Those are some really good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> all right, hey guys, oh, <sighs> quick cat nap. I am ready to go. That was you, good. You, you see the crack pipe sitting next to the the barrel. All right. Well, that went well, mostly. I think. Yeah. Oh, I. I feel a lot better now that we gave the money back. That was that yeah. was definitely a a bad yeah. one. Yeah, honestly, that 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 was really dumb, and we shouldn't have done it. Uh, I mean, that's on me, I think, mostly. Uh, my, uh, I don't know, it was stupid. I shouldn't have done it. Um, hey, so one of the cool things I can do now is I can, I can talk to dead things. Do you think there's <laughs> that, anything useful cool. we could get from these? Uh, yeah, let's ask a druid. These druids. Yeah. No, I think there's some rules, right? Like they have to be like pretty simple questions. I've heard about this. Uh, yeah, I think I can only ask five things, uh, and it only, it's, I guess, it, usually they, you know, from what I've heard, anyway, the, what they tell you is usually brief, cryptic, or repetitive. And, <laughs> I see. And that sounds not very useful. under any compulsion to offer a truthful <laughs> answer. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and thinking about it, maybe this isn't worth our time. Would that be, uh, abhorrent to Kelimvor, to kind of, uh, like, disturb the rest of the, of the dead? Not really, because you're not really disturbing the rest. You're like disturbing. You're you know, you're just looking, getting the memory of the body. Anything it learns new in the afterlife, it can't tell you. Oh, I see. Okay, that that makes sense. So it's not really like summoning up their spirit. Yeah, yeah, it's not like we're summoning their... their. Exactly. Yeah, just what their corpse knows. You know. Okay, uh. that's uh, that's that's cool. Interesting distinction. If I ever meet Kalimvor, I think I might ask. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you'll meet him one day. <laughs> Soon, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. That was another it, briefly discussing the previous session where we were camping under the wall of Kresh, and <laughs> there was the guard who was. I don't even remember what he did, but no he was like, Kel- Kel- yeah, yeah, that has got to be this guy's time soon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh pretty yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. He'd make a good addition to your wailing wall. Alright. Uh <laughs> so are we ready to roll out? I guess we're I guess we're just going back to crash, huh guys? I mean like Yeah, I mean, I mean well, what else are we gonna do? Should we well, but should what we, we gonna do just wait there until the wine shows up? That's kinda what I'm wondering. Do we need to man, fuck, I don't wanna knock on the guy's door. Oh like, yeah, we should have no. we should have gotten like some kind of <clears throat> should we ask for like a sample we could take? No, so I don't think that's gonna hey. go over well. <laughs> no, nah, he's just gonna like spit on us or something. Um, Crap. Well, uh, let, let me like. Let's just go back to crash and wait. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm tired. Okay. Right, and I'm yeah, to let's begin the trek back. Hey, 
Blah, 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 like hikes up his pants and like ah, starts walking. Oh, was there anything? I assume it being a bunch of basically sticks and naked people that we were fighting, they don't have anything valuable on them. <laughs> uh, that is correct. You don't see Real anything. Quick. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not terribly surprising, but it is slightly disappointing. Yeah, and, and in fact, as you leave the awning and go out, you see um, a man, a woman, and what looks like a teenage boy dressed kind of similarly to Davian, um, and they are pulling the, the corpses of the druids out onto the road oh. and what they can collect of the uh, of the blights and, and piling them up. Yeah, it's like in The Witcher when you, you clear like a little encampment and then just like these NPCs just start rolling up to it and not reoccupying it. That's exactly what just happened. Is there a new merchant that we can trade with because we did this quest? No. Uh, well, <laughs> alright. Well, that's fine because we just gave away all our money too, so. As you walk by uh, the... The woman looks up, sees you, and you can see this kind of glint of, of recognition in her eyes. Uh-huh. And uh, the, the teenage boy um, appears fascinated by you, and you are a fascinating-looking group. Um, but she grabs his wrist as he begins to stride forward and just whispers in his ear, and he gets back to work. Yes, so yes, we are villains. When you say recognition, do we recognize her, or is she recognizing no. us by reputation? Uh, you do not know what it is she recognizes about you, but you do not recognize her. Fair play. We're we're not as bad as you've heard, but whatever. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Welcome for killing Twink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, think they'd be a little more grateful? No, they no. Because their starting assumption is we are very bad, right? Because we have taken. The money and the sword, which understandable, right? So, you know, they're starting from we're awful, right? And this, this is you know, maybe one point in our favor, but several points against, right? Um, yeah, you know, they've been hearing for days that we are bad, and then they have experienced briefly that we might not be, right? Except this wasn't a charitable act, as far as they're concerned, right? We, this was for our own gain, which is true. So. That's way too I, reasonable for Eisen. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> but we're good guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, let's, let's just let's go. So you are at Wizard of Wines. You are uh, in the western portion of Barovia, south of Kresh. All, All right, right, back to uh, back to Kresh. Right. Let's go back to Kresh. So we'll wander on back. What time of day is it at this point? It we'll is like early afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. yeah, late afternoon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So we should be able to make it back in time, then. In time for what? In time for it not to be nighttime. Uh, yes, that is correct. You are able to make it back by um, by early evening. Excellent. So I guess we'll approach the gates, and I assume the guards are there, as before. Uh, they are. Um, so let me uh, lay down that flavor text once again. Perfect. The air grows colder as you approach the walled settlement. Two square towers with peaked roofs flank a stone archway into which is set a pair of 12-foot-tall, iron-bound wooden doors. Carved into the arch above the doors is a name, Kreshk. The walls that extend from the gatehouse are 20 feet high. Atop the parapet, you see four figures wearing fur hats and clutching bows. They watch you. We're back. The wine will be here, you know, soonish. Yeah, we, uh, we, we solved their problem. They were having some, uh, basically they, they had been driven out of their of their facility by some by some monsters. We cleared them out. It'll be on its way. Uh, give it a day or two. 
Go tell your um, your folks. You uh, you can see that they are conferring amongst themselves, and then one of them uh, leaves the parapet. Coward. Well, uh, if you guys don't mind, since we expect it to come along pretty quickly, we're probably just going to camp out here, or we might. Uh, or, or we can come inside and wait there. I doubt Do so. Do you that make any moves yeah, that's towards the gate? Uh, no. Stay there and stare at them. Yeah. Then uh, one of the leads, or uh, what appears to be the, the, you know, the ranking member of this detail, um, says back to you, we don't open this gate except on orders. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we don't open this gate except on orders of the Burgomaster. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, whatever. We'll wait. Uh, Letter Don leans against the wall and starts playing his guitar. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Jack, give me a D8. Oh. Okay. Is this the wind direction again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's a six. Okay. Um, so the wind is coming from the west. Okay. I kind of get in one of, like, the little nooks, because it looks yeah. like, like, maybe here along the wall, you know, there's, as the, uh, there's parapets or whatever you call those things. Right. Uh, you know, I just kind of get in the nook and hang out there. Yeah. It's, it's definitely better than nothing, but, uh, significantly less comfortable than it was last night. Hey, let's oh, get up the tent, boys. Miserable. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get that. So Eisen takes up the tent. Starts pitching it. He's looking up at the parapet just to see if they're making any noise about it. Cockabee tries no, I mean, to it, help. They, uh, they clearly know you're there, but they are not stopping you. Cockabee tries to help set up the tent, but because he's so short, he kind of just makes it worse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's like dodging around the the hammer blows as uh, <laughs> as yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely is pounding the stakes the ground to to you to do the stakes. Mm. Yeah. And uh, once once the tennis set up, Light of Dawn is like hanging out inside, just like sitting cross-legged, playing his guitar, and just it's like, guys, okay, let's just theorize. What's what's if we could go back and redo Valaki? What what should we have done instead? Not like literally everything, but like the the main stuff with like the sword and the Martikovs and the the Burgomaster. I think I agree that with the sword argument, because it didn't seem like it was doing much, just sitting up there. We shouldn't have taken the money. Right. Uh, How else could we have gotten the sword, though? Do you think I, we could have convinced the Martikovs to part with it? Probably maybe. not. Maybe. Or, or we could have asked, at least, like, what what do we need to do to prove to you that we can take the sword? Maybe, but, you know, could, we could have gotten another quest or something? Because the downside of that is, right... We don't one, know how he feels about Strahd. That, right, we would have revealed that we knew he had the sword, right? Which would have been... Right. Oh, well, how did you find that out? You're sneaking around, whatever. And even if that doesn't bother him, you know, if he doesn't want to give up the sword, right, he's going to secure it better. Right. So, you know, the upside is, you know, we're doing the right thing. The downside is the, uh, you know, it, it becomes harder to, to get the sword in the event that he doesn't want to part with it, which would be reasonable, but we need it. So, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm trying to, to think, and of course, there's, Unless we just meet up with them again and, you know, we can really do a good, like, debrief, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it does bother me, you know. Again, the money thing was we just shouldn't have done, and that that's on me. Um, but the sword thing, it, uh, you know. Well, maybe just so, like, in the future, if I'm if I'm familiar with an object, I can, I can detect where it is as long as we're close. 
So that right. should help finding but, things. But we we have to... How, how specific does your knowledge have to be? Because we did not know that this was this on the blade or whatever, right? We just knew it was like a weapon. I see. I see you're saying we shouldn't have been... I mean, you know, we were poking around. Maybe we should have asked after we found it before we just ran off. Right, but again, what could have happened was he goes, well, hang on, how do you know that, you know, that I've got a a weapon that can fight Strahd or whatever? I mean, I think if we had come clean, I, I don't know, that's what I think. Like, you know, we just said, hey, <clears throat> we were following up a clue of a fortune we had said to defeat Strahd and we found this. We want to defeat Strahd. I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying, like, another reasonable possibility is he goes, well, hang on, what, so you're just creeping around my house and opening all my chests and found all my stuff, (laughs) right? Like, that, understandably, he could be upset by that, you know? I guess it really comes down to, I mean, like, what, you know, what, we really didn't have a good feel for how he was going to react, so it's like, what what are the consequences? I mean, we have the sword, which is a good thing, but it sounds like we're going to have the eternal hatred of the Mardukov clan, which, I don't know, I, I think we will see in the future how that turns out to affect us. Right, and it may not be a big deal in the end. It could be that, you know, we defeat Strahd, we give them the sword back, and then, you know, hate us or not, okay, whatever, you know, we give them the sword back and we move on, and in the end, no harm to them, um, right? And, and in fact, they gained, right, by the destruction of Strahd, and then we can leave. So, if as long as we achieve our objectives, everybody wins, right? It's just, it doesn't I- feel good. Yeah, no, well, and, and I hope we do. It, it seems like there's more to them than initially met the eye. It is possible. Yeah, it does yes. kind of seem that way. <laughs> I'm hoping we... Well, they've certainly got connections, right? Um, I mean, we've met how many people here, and then, you know, we go to the Wizards of Wine, and it happens to be this guy's, like, cousin or whatever. You know, what if yeah. what if we go into Crash, and it turns out that half these guys are related to him as well? Yeah, right? well... And, and word yeah. travels fast, apparently, around here. Yeah. You know, because it is interesting. How did uh, how did those people already know about what had happened? Like we had, right? I don't remember we, seeing anyone on the road. Right. We like unless they were behind us when we went to crash. But still, that's right, pretty narrow window. We we didn't like waste a ton of time getting from Velaki to the Wizards of Wine, and yet that word had already reached them. Like, I mean, I I don't know. Maybe they've got some magic that can do that or whatever. Because um, it's not like the shipments you know, word traveled with that because there were no shipments, you know? So so who knows what's going on here? There could be more than uh, meets the eye to something that's happening. But my point is, uh, we're doing okay. We could be doing better, but, uh, you know. Yep, nowhere, nowhere to go but forward at this point. Yep. Yep, always, always the case. More on the uh, what are we doing right now situation. Right, we, yeah. because we, we don't know how long it's going to take the shipment to get here. Hopefully it's well, soon. I, and, you know, if it shows up five seconds from now, right, we're in Krej. Okay, so what? Um, you know, so yes, like, it's, yeah, it's so a let's, city. Let, should, we, should we tally through, like, what we what we have on the docker? We've, we've got yeah. the Scarecrow Guardian. Yeah, so, okay. Eisen pulls up his, uh, the Mac Mini, if you recall. <laughs> so, Wizards of Wine, we, we already got that. So, there's the Wizard at the foot of the mountain, which we know is in Northeast Barovia. We haven't done anything with that. Allegedly, he is an enemy of Strahd, maybe a useful ally. The to-do is investigate the foot of the mountains to the north slash northeast. That's pretty far away. Drop Arena off at the Abbey of St. Markovia in Kresh. Well, haha, uh-huh, she's not with us anymore. Um, we, <laughs> there's the hags. 
that's a bit of a ways away, but I, we I do would, I would like to go back and deal with that at some point. Yeah, we yes, should for we sure. definitely go. Uh, so that was the the baby mill, obviously. Finding Gertruda, I've got no fucking idea where to start that thing. So we, that's on the list, but we don't have any leads. There is the scratching at Vargas Velakovich's manor. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to hit that again. Yeah, if we happen to end up in, in uh, <laughs> you know, if we're there, we're there. And there's the Casimir situation that is more of a, that that kicks off the final quest, so we don't want to go there. Then Maybe. in terms of it, the it clues. It seems like it does. Um, <laughs> I love how that's the justification. Yeah. It's like, it so, kicks off the final quest. Yeah, we need, yeah. To, we need to level more. Yeah. We need to grind yeah. more. <laughs> uh, so the, the clues from Madame Eva. We have not done the history one. Knowledge of the ancients will help you better understand your enemy. A nest of ravens there. We will find the prize. That one was the one that I think got kind of confused with the sunblade. Um, there's the powerful force. A garden dusted with snow, watched over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Look not to the garden, but to the guardian. We got a hint that that is potentially somewhere in the west, which I believe right. we got. Uh, Southwest, we I think. Yeah, we we got that hint when we were talking to the uh, the Stani camp near. Um, right. I can never remember what the town is called. Near Velaki. Yes. Uh, there is the weapon of vengeance, which we we actually got. So, but that hint now really applies to the history one. A faceless god awaits at the end of a long and winding road deep in the mountains. Uh, in the extreme south, there are roads that we should investigate. Again, at the Vistani camp, we were discussing this. They mentioned a Mount Gakis to the south. Right. And then there's, uh, on the map that we have, there's a little cave uh, here mm -hmm. <laughs> on Mount Gakis. <laughs> Perfect. And our enemy, this is lead us to the enemy. Our enemy is a creature of darkness whose powers are beyond mortality. This card will lead us to him. He haunts the tomb of the man he envied above all others. We don't really have anything for that one. Right. So the it only one that's like nearby. The history there. I, I think that's actually a good thing for us to check in Crash is, hey, let's get some like, can we get some more history about Strahd? Right? Yeah, is there, that makes like, sense. And that what now obviously there is you know some clue right as about specifically history, but can we get to anything right? Mm -hmm. It seems like the the lead that we have that's close to us that we could maybe follow up on is the is somewhere in the west apparently is a garden dusted with snow washed over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Oh, I we mean, can this ask place around. looks pretty dusted by snow. Yeah, it may be that it's here. There's a garden around here. Sure, but so, I mean, look at the map. I mean, there's shit tons of snow to the south and to the north. I mean, there's... there's. <laughs> I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Like, yes, we should be on the lookout, yeah. but I don't think we should get too optimistic just because we see snow right now. Sure, but, you know, worth asking once we get in. But sure. to my original point, what are we doing while we wait for the shipment? You know? I'm gonna practice my guitar. Okay. Should we? Should we wait? I mean, like, maybe we know. I, I feel like the Mount Gakis one is pretty straightforward. We right, have a pretty good idea where that like is. Just is it? I mean, it's not. That's a ways away. I mean, it took us a day to get to. Not even a day. It took us a morning to get to Wizard of Wines. Okay, fair. Yes, I'm exaggerating, that's... but it is like that's quite a journey, and I, <laughs> we need to rest like significantly before we start out. I think. And, and by that time, the shipment might be here. So, here, so let's... How does this sound? We sleep tonight out here, and then if the, the wine shipment doesn't come, like, relatively early tomorrow or something like that, we head out to Mount Gakis. How does that sound? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I could do... I could go with that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, yeah, so it is nightfall. Um, 
<clears throat> you guys have set up your camp. I assume you've started a fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, still no reaction from the guards, no sign of the wine, um, and you are hunkering down for a chilly night outside the walls. <clears throat> you guys, uh, you guys get some rest. You, you're probably tuckered out from swinging your arms around to kill all those blights. All <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep kinda, an eye out. He, like, pretends to brush some dust off his shoulder, and he's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> he's brushing the needles off his forehead. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess Cockabee's got first watch. I'll okay. uh, go ahead and make my perception check. Yeah. Um I'll do my I'll do my normal thing of setting up my my little circle. Anyway, I so I rolled a 13 on my perception and I'm doing my my Kelimvor worship ritual with with the my nesting dolls of death. All right, yeah, so you uh you play with your dolls. Um and do you consider them that? dolls or like action figures? Like, yeah. does, is that a meaningful no, distinction to you? No, they're they're definitely dolls. What what do you do with them? Um, so I like dresses them up, you know, sits them around yeah. the little table. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. They're like they're ornamental. I don't think I like dress them up or anything because that would like ruin their value, right? Um, no, I mean I think I. So they're nesting dolls, so they all like go inside each other. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I like. I set them up in a circle, so like starting from my left is the smallest one, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger until the biggest one is sitting at my right. Um, and then immediately across the circle from me um, is the is my like my my holy symbol of Kelimvor, so the uh, the skeletal hand holding uh, a set of scales. Um, and I, I set this up just to get me in the mood to really really appreciate death. And and what uh, what having a finality on life brings to you know, the the living experience and and all that good Kelimvorite death is cool kind of stuff. Okay, so you're not doing anything that would like alarm the guards that are patrolling the wall. He's just loudly yeah. talking about how much he loves death. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. I'm just like, oh, death is good, you know. Like, yeah, this is cool. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. That takes you through your few hours of watch, and nothing uh, interesting happens. I, I don't remember who is next. Um, I'm gonna go with Isaac. All right. I, 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 I think it's probably your turn, unless it's lighted on. In which case, I'm really sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just go. That's uh, okay, that's all cool. good. So Isaac is going to spend his watch dulling the blade on his great axe because he wants it to to be as painful as possible. <laughs> when he hits people with it. And hopefully nothing interesting happens. I will make a perception check. See how I do. Mm. That's a six. Okay. <laughs> so other than, you know, learning the blade, what does... Yeah, I've, assume... I've studied the blade. Yeah. is that, it, it, He's just, uh, I assume, like, posing and stuff like that, trying to look cool with his he, dull He's slicing water and bottles in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mole ninja. Nice. Please link that. Yep. Oh, um, perfect. Let me pull that up. Okay. Nothing happens. Or does it? She. This is how good a role player Jack is. That he he role played his sixth perception as falling asleep on watch, and then he actually fell asleep. Yeah, I, I actually yeah, died. Quiet. Sorry, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just you know pulling up this sweet video of a guy cutting water bottles. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so sorry. Uh, Based on what you're saying, it sounds like I did actually miss something. What did I miss? 
Uh, nothing. Nothing happens on your watch. Perfect. Okay, so I will wake up Light of Dawn and, uh, you know, shake him. Hey, hey, uh, everything's, everything's good here. Uh, nothing's happened so far. Hey, hey. <laughs> Light of Dawn's dead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I'm trying to keep the trend up. Light of Dawn levitates out of the, uh, out of the tent and T-poses in, in midair for, for four hours and... <laughs> All right. How does Light of Dawn spend his watch? He plays his guitar again. He's he got a twelve on his perception check, so he's really not paying much attention. Give me a performance check. Seven. <laughs> he's really out of tune. Yeah, really. It's it's cold out here. Yeah, it's kind of warping the wood. Um, it well, really, the wood has contracted, so the strings are like super duper loose, and I I just mm-hmm. I can't get it right. Your fingers are cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I imagine Light of Dawn is... It's really cold out here, and he has, like, frost on his whiskers, and he's um, he's singing uh, Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> um, and it's just... Cheeseburger in Paradise. It's, it's just not... It's not working. It sounds pathetic. Um, the guards up top are shaking their heads in disgust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's doing that thing where he'll like start playing, but he'll only get like two notes out. Wait, 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 and I hang on. Like a five year old trying to play the piano. <laughs> wait, wait, let me start over. Yeah, one, yeah, one second. It's that for like hours though. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it d- detects nothing. The pale rays of morning light just punch you in the face, and it's daytime now. Nice, cool. Well. Why we wait? Hey, so for our, our shopping list, can we add three hundred gold pieces worth of diamonds? Because if I can get a hold of that, then I could bring you back from the dead uh, within one minute of you dying. Again, Kalimvor, like, how would he feel about that? Uh, he's cool with it as long as it's within a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. It depends on your interpretation of certain yeah, it depends on how you, of the text. Yeah, <laughs> you interpret the ancient text. It uh, is interesting, the idea that it's it's not a specific amount of diamonds, it's a specific value of diamonds. So in Barovia, yes. that's probably like, you know, no diamond at all. But then the moment you walk outside of Barovia and the market value shifts, you wouldn't be able to cast a spell yeah. anymore with that much. Yeah, I mean, it, it even says plural, diamonds worth 300 gold pieces, which the spell could do. Mm. I don't know if oh, you want to go I, I into the details of the market uh, in, uh, in Barovia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I'd be interested to hear about it. Yeah, and I I don't want to reveal anything now that I assume will take us sessions to discover together. <laughs> what do you mean? Because the Barovian jewelry market um, Barovia trading... works on a mixed market economy, and... Uh, it's it's really fascinating. It's actually Bar- Barovia is uh, mostly a planned economy, but there's a thriving black market. Cut all that. Um. <laughs> and now we wait for the wine. Um, yeah. So anyway, here you are. It's a brisk morning outside the gates of Kreshk. Uh Those gates are shut. You are. You know, not seeing any indication that they're going to open anytime soon. What would you like to do? I say, oh, guys, we should wait, like, maybe an hour or two, see what goes on. Like, who knows, you know, if 
How long would it take a wagon to get here, right? About the same time that it took us to walk? I would, I would think so, yeah. Right, so a couple hours. Let's wait a couple of hours, and if it doesn't show up, you know, we start going to uh, Mount Gacus, and unless we run into the wagon along the way, we just we keep rolling. How does that sound? Yeah, I think that makes yeah, sense. Sounds, sounds good to me. All right. I pull and out my guitar now. again. Give me a performance check. <laughs> it's warmed up a little, so there you go. 17. Okay, so as you start in on Alice's restaurant... You can um, get anything you want. It, uh, you're killing it. Walk right in, it's round, man. There's a lot of, uh, like, on the railroad track. humor and, uh, cultural references that maybe don't make a lot of sense <laughs> to the people around you. I'm gonna um, kill, kill. A lot of Vietnam references that don't I, make sense. I need to listen to that, man. It's been about 15 years since <laughs> I heard been that. A very, it's, yeah, it's I so want to good. listen to that. I want to listen to Lake Wobegon. Hmm. I was thinking about that the other day. I was. I got a work email the other day where someone told someone else to uh, head on over to the Group W bench. And <laughs> I'm like, awesome. oh my god, that's a, a, it's such a deep that's cut. a boomer reference. Um, awesome. But anyway, um, yeah. So as you're performing this, you spy coming down the road a wagon. Hey, look, guys. There's uh, there's the wagon. It's, it's right there. We did it. Perfect. We, uh... You can uh, get anything you want. Eisen stands aside. He's like, yeah, they, they probably think we're going to fucking steal from them the way they were acting earlier. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's let them through the gate. Yeah, and then they, they make, like, a huge performance of telling us, like, hey, stand back. And we're, like, nowhere close to them. Yeah, <laughs> they can barely see us. Yeah, so as they approach the gate, um, you can see uh, the... what appears to be the, the lead guard, um shout down um, and he's coordinating something on his end and he looks at your group and says I'm going to let these folks in but you'd better stand well clear <laughs> yeah <laughs> as sure. we're like a hundred feet away <laughs> yeah they stand back stand back <laughs> we're nowhere close <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not complying <laughs> they start shooting us <laughs> <laughs> he points at you and, and he says Drop your weapons, put your hands behind your head, yeah. interlace he, your fingers, he starts put your hands in us. your pockets, like, <laughs> keep your hands on the steering wheel, and put your hands over your head. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, we're, we're sitting yeah. like on, on our, a barrel playing guitar, and like, what, huh? Yeah. Hand uh-huh. me your driver's license, and do not move, put your hands over your head, interlace your fingers, give me your license, stop filming me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, hey, can you uh, let the better go master know that, you know, we... We held up our end of the bargain. Uh, he says, "Yeah, sure thing. Now go walk over there. I want you to stand by that rock. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, do yeah, not man. move until I tell you otherwise." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, all right. Jesus. Guys, I, I really don't want to like make us. enemies here. <laughs> I like I. Do, do we really? I mean, I guess we do want to ask some questions. I want to get some studded leather armor. Although we're, I don't know how much money we have left now. Yeah, yeah. We, TBD. Oh yeah, we should probably figure that out before we accidentally spend it. So the wagon is passing you now, and you can see that it is uh, it's pulled by two horses, um, a man and a woman. Uh, the, the two adults that you saw clearing the bodies out uh, the previous day are sitting in the front. I uh, wave the woman to them. is driving, and the man is sitting next to her, and as he sees you, um, he locks eyes with you, and his hand goes to his scabbard 
<laughs> doesn't I'm, draw. Again, we're like 80 feet away from this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, he looks at you and he shakes his head. <laughs> and he locks the door on the wagon. He <laughs> <laughs> rolls up the windows. <laughs> um, and uh, they, they roll by. Uh, do you steal anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kill them all. <laughs> I, I steal I the, the wagon on fire. Yeah. Burn down this entire okay. village. So, so the wagon goes up to the gate and stops. Um, almost immediately, the gate uh, opens. They move inside, and the gate shuts. And you, uh, you can hear the bolt lash on the inside. Yeah. And five extra locks. <laughs> you, you, you hear several bolts engage, and and the chain. Um, <laughs> I could just teleport it right behind that gate. So, like they know that, and right? <laughs> the the guard comes back up to the top of the parapet, looks at you, and says, "All right, you can come back now." Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, he has put a sign up on the parapet that says, "Do not scale." Oh shit! All right. <laughs> oh gosh, darn it! I was totally about scale. Yeah, I bought this grappling hook at this door before. I I really did, by the way. This is, this is looking up, guys. We're so. we're getting in finally. Yeah, so we can do something, so that we can ask around, see what's up, maybe get some studded leather armor. <laughs> so wait, so how, how long do we wait for the burgomaster to show up? <sighs> I mean, I feel like we shouldn't have to wait too long, like maybe an hour. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not sure about that, but after about half an hour, um, the guard. Uh, same guard shouts over the parapet I'm opening the gate and that wagon is coming back out when it is fully out you may walk in keep your hands where we can see them <laughs> okay. yeah you got it you got it bud <laughs> Goldie Hen goes and sure enough the gate opens the wagon emerges I wave at them do? again yeah they uh, uh they look at you they don't respond <laughs> They, their heads stay locked on me as they continue down to the point where, like, yeah. their neck shouldn't, like, it, it's <laughs> yeah, breaking. Yeah, it's real creepy. Yeah. God, they don't um, seem to like us very much. I know, it's it's like we haven't done anything for them ever. Alright, let's walk in. I'm trying to find the best scene or map for this. There's a crush map. I think he's he's looking through the, uh, the Benios battle maps. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting, like, to get the 3D ones. Tons of alerts and stuff every time I open one of these. Um, okay, so you should be able to see this now, the village of Kreshk. Sure Yeah, do. we can. Ooh. It's much yeah. more well-organized than Velaki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's covered. It's, um, the mist-shrouded village behind the wall is nothing more than a scattering of humble wooden cottages along dirt roads that stretch between stands of snow-dusted pine trees. So many trees, in fact, as to constitute a forest. <laughs> okay. Okay. To the northeast, gray cliffs rise sharply, and the road winding up to the abbey is easy to see from this vantage. Um, let's see. I'm going to activate one of these scenes. We should check out the abbey before we leave. So as Ooh. you walk in, uh, the gate shuts behind you promptly, and uh, there are two guards... Uh, standing next to you, and the the same lead guard up on the parapet. Um, the two guards advance on you. Uh, they do not have weapons drawn, and uh, they say, "We've allowed you entrance by order of the burgomaster. State your business." 
Uh, we're here to get a good night's sleep. Maybe check out uh, if you guys have a store or something. We also wanted to go up to the Abbey. We have no store, and the Abbey what? is off limits. Oh. No store? Really? <laughs> you don't have like an inn, tavern? No. Uh, oh, wow, that seems, uh... What do you guys do around here? <laughs> what? We survive. How? If you can't... Oh, like, where do you get food? Uh, you notice that they look pretty lean. <laughs> 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 okay. Understood. Alright, uh, we'd like to talk to the Burgomaster, too, if we could. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, he's dead. He doesn't exist. Leave. Um, so, the guard points and says... Burgomaster's house is the one right there closest to the gate. And you can see that uh, it is it's a like a wooden cottage. Hmm. You know, it looks looks about the same as the other ones. Um, and, and looking around, uh, most of these appear to be single story pine cottages with stone chimneys and thatch roofs. I, I like it. It's uh it's it's rustic. This place sucks. <laughs> I already hate this place. So we yeah. uh should we check in with the Burgomaster? I mean, yeah, let's, I guess. Let's go talk to him, see if we can get access to the Abbey. Okay. Yeah, why would the Abbey be off limits? I, yeah, that's 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 curious, isn't it? I mean, honestly, it's not that curious. Like, you know, these guys would make the ground off limits if they could. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe. There, there could be literally nothing at all going on at the Abbey, and they still wouldn't let us go. We have to go on the quest just to open the damn door. <laughs> quest number two. Hey, look, is that a hot spring over there? Let's go check that out. I can use a map. How can you see that far? It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> hmm. I, I did a quick look around. Okay, so where are you guys going? Let's we want to go to the Burgomaster's place. The Burgomaster's. Which I think you said this, is like this place. This one. Yes, yeah. It's uh, the cottage that is closest to the gate. So as you approach, um, you can see that in general, like I said, the cottages are one-story pine. Um, most of them have small farms or are surrounded by, you know, little individual plots of uh, farmland. Victory gardens it's to support the boys <laughs> on the front. Yeah. Uh-huh. E- each house also has its own small plot of gravestones. Okay. Oh. Um, and as you approach the Burgomaster's uh, cottage, there are um, about a dozen graves and one of them uh, appears to be freshly dug. Uh-oh. The the name on it is freshly dug. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and subtract one d four from your levels. Uh, I was I was gonna say, <laughs> Light of Dawn makes this joke vocally, and everybody around mm-hmm. it goes. <gasps> um, can I can I go look at the names on the graves? Yes. Um, so you can see that uh, on the graves outside the Burgomaster's cottage, uh, the last name Kreshkov is is on all of them. Oh. Um, and the uh, the most recent additions, um, <clears throat> based on the dates, appear to be children. Uh, and the fresh one that has nothing growing on it yet, it looks... Given the how cold it is, it's tough to say, you know, if this is a month old or a few days old, because yeah. nothing would have grown here. But um, it's... Uh, the name on the grave is Ilya. Uh, and it looks like... Um, Ilya was 14 years old. Guys, something, uh, something's happened to their children. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, I mean, it could be anything, guys. I mean, it could be starvation, or thrad, <laughs> yes, or they can't, disease. Uh, I guess Kate can't get food. We should, we should ask. That's kind of weird. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, I'm sure they'll be thrilled to talk to us about it. Yeah, they'll be pleased. Yes, I'm, we, I'm we're an open book. Also, Kreshkov, like, man, real original name there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah well, it's the same as the Velakovich, right? <laughs> I mean, I bet the <laughs> Burgomaster's name is Kreshkov. All right, well, I guess let's go talk to him. Gosh, poor Ilya. I go and knock on the door. Uh, okay. So, you go to knock on the door, and almost immediately, um... A uh, man you recognize as Dmitry Kreshkov, who you saw uh, speak to you the, the previous day um, from the parapet, uh, comes out. He's dressed uh, pretty much the same as the guards, but he has a uh, like a wolf's fur cloak on oh, over cool. his chainmail. He's got um, the plus one version. Yeah, and he he opens up. So he is a um, like a thirty-something-year-old guy. But he looks... He's got big bags under his eyes. He's very lean. Um, he really... He looks like one of the other people here, distinguished only by this cloak. Um, and he says, Come on inside. And he oh, okay. steps back from the door. I keep my hands up as I enter the, <laughs> the house. <laughs> I keep, yeah, I keep my hands visible. <laughs> so he has... Uh, as you can see here in the, the little scene I put up... Uh, it's, it's a simple, um, simple interior. Pretty much everything is functional. Uh, and he's got, uh, a small wooden table with some candles on it. Um, some chairs there and he, he gestures at that. Um, and, uh, he says, I, I have a few apples. You are welcome to help yourself. Uh, no, we're, we're I good. I eat them all immediately. Eisen, <laughs> no, I, I grab one and I eat it. And says, mm. it, it's. Seems like you guys are pretty hard up for food. We we won't stress your supply. And no, thank you. As a goblin, I can only. Be... Is that true? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, Learn something every day. <laughs> uh, nods appreciatively and says, "I I didn't expect you to return when I asked you to bring us this wine. I, as a burgomaster and a and a Kreshkov, I am." Honor bound to provide you with sanctuary if you perform an act of service, and and you've done that. And the wine is important to us. I, I'm sure you've seen we we don't have much. And um, yeah, I meant to ask about that actually. Um, it seems like I mean I'm sure it's good to keep keep people happy, I guess. But like you guys seem like you're in rough shape. What what what's going on? Why do you not have it seems like you don't have a lot of food. Some sometimes are harder than others. We'll survive. We always have. Okay. But it's never been easy here. Mm. This is tough, tough land. Um, and, well, I'm, I'm told that in some places it, it gets warmer periodically and with some regularity maybe. And, and so we, you know, it's, it's just tough to grow anything here. And, and hunting is dangerous. Oh. Okay. Um we if we choose to hunt outside the walls, we expose our hunters to considerable danger. Uh <clears throat> but we can we can usually get by with small game inside as long as we don't get greedy. Gotcha. That's uh yeah, that's that's sounds like you're kind of always living on the edge then. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear it. Uh, it's my burden. Um, sure. He says, "I I don't mean to trouble you with this. You've uh, you've done us a service, and you are you are welcome to remain within the walls. Um, 
Well, as, as long as you like, but I cannot, I cannot offer you a comfortable place to stay. Um, you are, you are welcome to stay here with, with me and my wife. Um, and he, he looks like he's about to say, he was about to like continue that sentence. And then he bites his, his lip. Well, we, says, we appreciate the offer for sure. I mean, it, it means a lot that somebody who clearly, no, I'm sorry, but it doesn't seem like you have much to give and you're still trying to give us something that's very cool of you. We will try not to uh, impose too much. He um, he scans the group and says, I, I do not mean to be impolite or insensitive, but you are an unusual group. Yeah, we get that a lot. Um, long story, we didn't choose to be here. <laughs> We're trying to, trying to get out, if you know what I mean. There is no out. Well, yeah. People keep telling us that, but we're still going to try. He nods his head and says, I, it is, and he sighs, he says, I'm both pleased and sorry for you that you still have that hope. Yeah, well, and it's whatever. Not my, not my intention to take it away, but I worry that it will hurt you in the end. Well, that's, uh, you know, maybe, but doesn't seem like the alternative is a lot of fun either so sort of on that note actually um there there is uh there's some stuff we would want to just like ask around some some things that we want to follow up on that we've heard from other areas is uh who's like the most knowledgeable about barovia as a whole in your town someone we could chat with uh or would that be you i i'd say i'm about as good a place to start as any Okay, well, let's... We have no scholars or or anything like that here. We don't have the luxury. Yeah, okay, fair play. Um, Well, yeah, I guess uh, let's run some stuff past you, and if you know it, cool, and if you don't, maybe you can point us towards somebody. He says, here, let us... um, I'm making some soup, so let let us have some together. Pottage? Does it look like pottage? Yeah, would you... uh, Uh, You said soup. (laughs) Did you mean stew? (laughs) Uh... He brings you back a thin bra. Do we have any uh, anything on us in terms of like meat or veggies that we can toss into his pot? Uh, we, you guys tell me. What what would you have kind of like been on the lookout for? Have you been? I picked a bunch of grapes on the way out of the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta make sure we steal a bit. I feel like on the road, the main thing you'd be looking for is tubers if you can find them, because they're just very hearty and filling. Mm-hmm. So if there were any potatoes or or such in the area, we probably would have yeah. grabbed some. Also, you guys have been able to find some like roots and mushrooms and things like that. Oh hell yeah, get some umami in there. Eisen uh, tosses some stuff into the pot just to make it a little more filling. He his eyes widen and he says, "This is a, a very rich gift." Yeah, well, you know, we uh, trying to do what we can to improve the situation for for everyone here uh so yeah uh, eisen pours himself like a bowl and mm-hmm. says so uh we got we got a couple of questions to ask um first of all there's a we've heard like legends stories i guess about a, a wizard that led i don't know an insurrection in in the last uh it was it was a while ago but he is apparently still around possibly 
at the foot of the mountains to like the northeast, but then on other stories we've heard that he died. We're still kind of new here. Do you have any idea what's going on with that like local legend? I I have not heard this legend. Mm-hmm. Although visitors visitors to Kresh are rare. Okay. Fair play. Um well, we'll move past that one then. Duh. This is pl- Please excuse me for a moment. I, this the food you've brought is overwhelming, and I, I would like my wife to eat. Oh yeah, no I, problem. Bring I will her go in. collect her. Um, and uh, he walks out the door. <laughs> Eisen immediately turns to the other two and says, "These guys are like fucked. <laughs> they got the- <laughs> mushrooms so are impressive to these guys." Huckabee, do you have like a? Do you have a spell that can like make food? Because I'll tell you what, we can get some mileage. It seems like we can. It helps everybody, so I don't feel too like cynical about it. But we can generate a lot of goodwill very quickly in this town with it seems like pretty minimal effort. Okay, I can create and destroy water. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I can do it tomorrow. Okay, yeah, definitely. I can create 45 pounds that. of food and 50 gallons of water. It's, it'll be bland, but it'll be it'll be nourishing. Well, yeah, I mean, it seems like it doesn't take much. And you got to eat it in 24 hours. Or I'm sure that won't be a problem. Um, oh, and it'll, it'll feed up to 15 people. Okay, that's it. So, uh, a couple of minutes later, he comes back in the door. Um, and with him is a petite woman who... Uh, looks to be about the same age as him, um, and uh, she has a like a kind but extremely sad-looking face and eyes, um, and her her clothes are dirty, like she's uh, she's been outside working on something, mm-hmm. um, and uh, as they come inside, he's uh, like. He is very affectionate towards her. Like, there's a lot of a lot of kind of comforting contact. Um, you know, him kind of shielding her from the cold. And he brings her in and says, This is my wife, Anna. Good and to meet you, Anna. He gestures to the group at the table. And she a has already... crew, if ever there was one. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of freaks. The, she sniffs, and um, you notice that you know, the, just the addition of the of the the roots and the mushrooms have already, um, you know, filled the place with a a much more inviting aroma than when you walked in. And um, he says they have restored the wine shipment, and um, and they have brought us mushrooms. And uh, she seems kind of conflicted about this. Um, and he. You, you, he whispers to her, and you can, you just barely catch this, but he says, I need you to eat some. Um, and he gets her to sit down and brings her a bowl, and she begins slowly eating. Eisen looks pointedly at Cockaby and mouths the word, heal. I mean, she's not injured. I, I mean, she I seems I sick. Know if, if I can, you know, Yeah, you can't, like, cast your wounds on depression, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the burgomaster um, returns to the table and says, um, you were asking questions. Please continue. I, I had one. Uh, what would it take for us to get access to the abbey? Um, so the burgomaster hears that and 
he takes a deep breath and says, "The, I, I cannot, I advise you against going to the Abbey, although I do not have the resources to deny it to. Right, we're not, which, we're not trying to force ourselves, like, No, he, he, he raises his hands and says, I, I, I understand. Um, I, I forbid my own people from going to the Abbey because I believe it to be dangerous. Ooh, Eisen, Eisen purse up. Dan- dangerous how? Yeah. He says, I, once, long ago, that Abbey was a hospital and a convent, but after this land was swallowed by the mists, uh, some of its clergy fell prey to Strahd. Some of them went mad. Um, legend has it that they starve and turn to cannibalism and other dark things. Mm. Um, and it, it's been haunted ever since. Uh, it was like that for generations. And one day in my great-grandfather's time, um, the abbot came. The abbot. Yes. Okay. Like I, something like that. This golden-haired, tall, beautiful, immaculate kind of person. I don't know how to describe him. I've never seen anyone like it. But he arrived, insisted that the abbey be reopened, and uh, my great-grandfather acquiesced. And the abbot has been there ever since. And... Mm. Not long after he arrived, um, he began insisting on monthly offerings of wine. Ah, okay. And the that's when the noises start. Um, you probably, well, if you were outside, I'm sure you couldn't hear it. But at night, there are these screams. Um, screams and, and laughter. Um... And, uh, I don't let my people go up there. Yeah, okay, so is it fair to uh, say then, because it, <laughs> it sounds like this place is, uh, the source of many problems for you? It's yes and no. No? Um. I see the yes side, I don't really see the no side. Well, I mean, I would prefer that it not be there. I would prefer that it be quiet and let my people sleep at night. Um, but beyond the, beyond the grave disturbances, um, they don't, they don't harm us. I, I believe that the abbot sends something down here and that is what, that is what exhumes our graves. Nothing stays buried for long in this village. Okay. But you're, you're having to spend resources of which you appear to have precious little on giving wine, you know? Yes. Like, that that can't be good for you guys. Are the... are the bodies removed from the graves? He says, I'm, I'm sorry? You said he exhumes the graves like they... they're... something is stealing your dead? His... his wife, um... is silently crying right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pulls her a little closer and he says, our... yes. Uh... Cockabee is going to look to his companions and say, 
we can't allow this to continue. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we should totally do something about this. Yeah, yeah. But here's okay, here's cool, something cool. you should know okay. about us, right? Uh, <laughs> I thought we're I was going really to convince good, you, but really good at solving problems that mostly just involve hitting things, and this seems like it's right up our alley. Yeah, there's, there's kind of like morally complex things we, we really struggle <laughs> yeah. with, but this seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, like all other things being equal, it seems like I, you guys would be better off if that abbey were cleared out. I'm, he, he says, I I cannot ask that of you. Yeah, well, it sounds, it sounds yeah. fun, so. Yeah, we're already going to We want to do it. No, I'm 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 so sorry for your loss and we can't do anything to bring him back, but we'll make sure that he can at least rest safely. Sweet. I he says there's something there's something I think you don't understand. Oh, okay. Alright. Fat Abbott is still there. Yeah, that's right. fine. <clears throat> I think there's something the Abbott. Do you understand? understand? Like where Right here. Yeah, I, I understand the the timeline. It, probably not just a normal human. Otherwise, wouldn't still Lots be alive. Lots of people live for a long time. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it'll be okay. I... Have we told you how many twig blights we've killed? <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, I, I do not tell this to anyone else. Um, although I'm, I'm sure many of them have drawn the same conclusion. But I believe it to be Strahd. Oh, like he's just hanging out here? Hmm. Well, that's <laughs> that's weird. I know he takes many disguises, and his he loves to torment. Yeah, we kind of got that vibe. Yeah, he is creative, and that is one of one of the most wicked things about him. And I can think of no better way to torture a group of people than to literally look down on them, threatening them every night so that they cannot sleep. And freezing the ground so that they cannot... Uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely sounds like a strawed move, for sure. Sure. I, yeah. We'll, we'll check it out and let you know. He nods his head and says, You are... You seem very brave. I, I envy that. Just know that in, in Kreshk, even the dead are not safe. Sure. Okay. Point well taken. Uh, so, we got a little off track, by the way. Good information. We we are going to go for that. But, uh, do you know anything about the, uh, well, speaking of Strahd, if somebody asked you who is the man who he envied above all others, is there a name that comes to mind? Mm. It's Eisen. It's Eisen. <laughs> yeah, everybody envies Eisen. It's Goldie Head. It's his own reflection that he doesn't have because he's a vampire. I feel like I feel like there is probably hiding because there's an ancient legend. It's the best kind. Um, Very reliable ancient legends. Yeah, (laughs) they tend to go pretty well. I I I don't know the details. I remember my grandfather telling me that um, before Strahd became a vampire, that um, he betrayed his brother. Or was betrayed by his brother. I don't mm. know. Which. Okay, okay. But brother is always a good bet for uh, jealousy and betrayal. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good, true. That's good stuff. Hmm. What was his brother's name? I don't know. Shit. All right. Yeah, well, well, no, that's, that's a great lead, though. Thank you. Yeah, okay. So potentially brother. Uh, put that in the notes. How about... Uh, Okay, a garden dusted with snow, watched over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Look not to the garden, but to the guardian. 
uh, <laughs> we're, we're kind of at a loss, but if you had to guess a location, where would that send you? Mm. He sits back and thinks. Says, could you tell me again? Um, so, da 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 da. A garden dusted with snow, watched over by a scarecrow with a sackcloth grin. Look not to the garden, but to the guardian. I mean, we certainly have the snow. We have no scarecrows within the wall. It's it's possible that it's on the grounds of the abbey somewhere. Okay. Well, Wait, that's convenient. I, We're heading there anyway. I couldn't say. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think that's really all the all the main stuff that we would want to talk about here. Uh, it's fine. Let's get to let's get to the abbey, guys. Yeah. How many uh, how many people live in Kresk ballpark? Says four dozen. No. Oh shit! This place is tiny. Okay. Yeah. Four dozen. Okay. Okay. So a lot of these houses are empty, then, huh? Yes. Well, there are not as many children now as there once were. Uh, well, okay. So I think probably we'll uh, let's let's. Yeah, we're already arrested. We could just go up now. Yeah, let's go now. Let's go check it out. And by now, we mean next session. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> probably huh? time to squeeze in the Abbey real quick. No, I, we definitely don't. <laughs> yeah, we. The way we do <laughs> things, we for do. sure. No. TPK. Yeah, boy. If that's actually straw, then it's gonna be quick. Yeah, that's fine. Once we're done with the, with. The uh, the Abbey. I've got a funny story about the Abbey of St. Markovia. I, yeah. I'm kind of thinking this is going to be like a Delta Green style burn it and forget it. <laughs> it's like, do we like really Milwaukee? need to... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do we really need to crawl through it or do we just need to set it on fire? I mean, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. The, the strat is you just get on your horse, run through everything, grab all the items you can find, and then sprint out <laughs> before someone kills you. Nice. Okay, well... Uh, join us next time and watch the party uh, go up to an area they're not ready for and meet their swift doom. Sweet. Uh, Finally. You say that every week. <laughs> More importantly, though, do we level up? Uh, oh, I guess I didn't have you level because we, we no, kept the fight over. Right? We just leveled, though. We were leveling like every session, it feels like. What, what level are you now? We're five. Like five. Yeah, you don't level. Uh-huh. We leveled after we fought the Revenant. That's true. Right. Okay. And th- and that was immediately after we got to level four, just for leaving Velaki. Mm. No, I mean you've made your case. Yeah, I won't level. <laughs> <laughs> Eisen says, oh. "Okay, good session, guys." Yeah.